Talk the, the Thrones. Thrones. The Ringer's instant reaction show for all things Ice and Fire is back. Now as a pod. To cover the new Game of Thrones spinoff, House of the Dragon. Every Sunday night, the Ringerverse, Chris Ryan, that's me. Joanna Robinson. And I, Mallory Rubin, will be breaking down the latest episode. Sharing our thoughts on all the schemes and plots. Uh, schemes and plots are the same thing. Dragons. And incest. Hey, it's a Game of Thrones show. So boot up your favorite podcast player and head to the dragon pit. Because fire and pods will rain. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. Jacoby. Yes, ma'am. I've noticed since we started doing this podcast that you have a new passion for sussing out what's real and what's not. And this mm. week, a new story has come to light. And no, doesn't include Choco Tacos. Would you like to explain what happened? Because you've got a real zest for this situation. Okay. This went absolutely viral. This was everywhere. There is a man who was filmed from behind. And again, remember the framing. Remember the way he was filmed. Remember what he was doing. And also look at the hat. Okay. Okay. He's at a Yankee game, but he's not wearing a normal Yankee hat. He's wearing sort of an Irish plaid sort of flannel Yankee hat. Right? Mm-hmm. That will come back up. Okay. He is then filmed taking his straw, using his straw as a sort of drill type of tool to turn <laughs> his hot dog into a straw. Now, one would ask, why would one take a straw to create a straw? Why would one take a hot dog, remove the bun, and then tunnel out the middle and then drink a beer with it? Okay. And why would it be filmed in this manner? You're forgetting a crucial question. Why would you drink a beer with a straw? That's not a straw beverage. Mm. That is that is not something we do. Nina Cherry, who might be before your time, disagrees. I know who, I know who Nina Cherry is. Buffalo um, Stance, you're familiar with the song? Yes. Drink a beer through a straw so we can get raw. So? You might, though you can, 
it doesn't seem pleasant. I mean, like no. for a lot of reasons, but like that's just not how I want to drink a beer. No thanks. I don't. I don't like when they have also like the champagne in like a juice box or a can with a straw. I'm just like, this is so bubbly. I need to just drink it direct. No straws. Great point. I think the more carbonated, the less straws are effective. Yeah, I, I'm not really a straw person in general. But to take the hot dog and then turn it into a straw. However, uh-huh. I have new information. Oh, wow. On this food news story. Whoa. Friend of the program, Cookies okay. Podcast co-host, Ben Diedrich, recognized this person. Okay. John DeLeon. Okay. He works at Nordstrom Menswear. Yes. Great it store for you men in New York, by the way. Filmed by New York Nico, who is like a famous New York City documentarian person. Sure. And isn't it just a little curious that New York Nico just happened to be sitting right in the perfect spot to film this event. Isn't it a little bit like, huh, maybe this is real, maybe this isn't. And now this person is like a fashionista influencer. I call bullshit on the glizzy hot dog straw. What's a glizzy? Hot dog. Oh, hot dogs are called glizzies? They're called glizzies now. Why? Because of a song? I do not think so. I Googled what is a glizzy and I didn't get the answer I was looking for. I just got so many links about this. It's a hot dog. (laughs) People are calling hot dogs glizzies now. It happened in the last like six months. I'm usually pretty behind on things like this because I'm old and washed. But yes, hot dogs are now called glizzies. Huh. Yeah. It's got to be from a song. I mean, like... It's not from a song. Or TikTok or something. I mean... The the only explanation I have is that glizzy is shorthand for Glock, which is a gun, and a hot dog kind of looks like a gun. That's all I I have. I mean, kind of. Um, Jacoby, since we did that story about the truck transporting hot dog meat that crashed. Yes. Every time I see a hot dog, all I can think about is the pink sludge on the side of the highway. And so I'm so revolted by everything having to do with hot dogs now, which sucks because I obviously am American. I used to like a hot dog. And so when I saw him like exposing his beer to the innards of a hot dog, I was just transported back to that disgusting story and felt really upset. However, there was a part of me so it's like that might taste good. I like can a see little that. bit of the hot yeah, dog remnants mixed with the beer might be nice. I think that might actually work. But my point is this is this is all fake. We've all been duped. The entire food news world has been duped by the glizzy straw. What is the point of this though? So okay, so these two these two hip wow. hip dudes, these two hip dudes are at a Yankee game together. And they're being hip and they do a viral video. It's a success. What do they get from this? They become hot dog ambassadors, free tickets to... Julia, you really just have a knack for getting to the core of the issue. You're like, what is the raison d'etre of this video? <laughs> like, like, why? Like, So these two people got together. They decided to dupe the world with a fake viral video of a glizzy straw. But then what? Like, what is the end game here? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, when you sent me the Instagram account of the man with the glizzy straw in question, the, the Nordstrom gentleman, I was shocked because I guess I just like wasn't looking very clearly or maybe I need to have better contacts and glasses. But I was like, I thought the guy doing this was like, you know, retired and like an AARP member. I was shocked oh, no. to find out oh, it was no. like a young man. <laughs> An influential young fashionista doing glizzy straw videos. Like, but you really got to the the whole core of this. Is like, why? Like, what, what, is, the what point? is the point here? 
What are we and, doing? Sure, you get millions of views. Sure, you get likes and clicks. But then what? Like, what is the end game from the Glizzy Straw video? Here's here's what I think. I think these two know each other and are at the game together. I feel like Mr. Nordstrom does this regularly. His friend ha- happened to capture it on video. Didn't know it would go viral, but now they're just like riding the wave to see where it can get them. So they're not intervening to be like, hey, actually, we know each other. Or, hey, this is like, you know, something I dared him to do. Like, I don't think they expected this notoriety, but they certainly must know each other. There is a part of me that wants to believe that, but like the cynical conspiracy theory Jacoby part is like, this is all just fake and we've been duped and we've already wasted too much time talking about it's it on the food a hot news. dog ad? Well, I don't think we've wasted any time. I, I'm really interested in it. I'm interested just, in this too. And I, this I is like a, a full show of pork products because we have a bologna <laughs> scandal and my personal food news is also hot dog related. Wow. Well, we'll move on in a second, but I just have a, cu- a couple more things I want to throw out there. Please, just a couple. You mentioned that you thought this kind of seemed good. And I get that. Hot dogs and beers go together. Beers and brats. It's a tailgate yes. staple. It's a summer staple. Yes. Like from May to November, anyone anywhere could be having that here in America. You know, it's like just something we do. So I get that. But do you remember the product called Flavor Straws, which was like a straw that you put in milk and then you drank your milk and it like made it taste like chocolate milk or cereal milk? Or Our whatever. producer, Mike Wargon, is shaking his head yes and no. Yes. Yeah, yes. You are bringing this up like this is a common thing that people know about. I've never heard of this product in my life. Well, flavor straws are a thing. Even Mike Wargon, who never understands any of my references, <laughs> knows about it. He <laughs> also it's... refuses to talk. He doesn't even like it when we talk about him. And but so, it's a flavor straw. So it's basically like... It's exactly what I just told you. It's a straw. Like that cinnamon has, flavored like, straw that you drink milk and it yeah. adds the cinnamon flavor? Yeah, it's usually cookies. Like So it's like a milk and cookies drink, essentially, but it's like a way this to get kids. This doesn't exist. Yes, it I, does. I have distinct memory of it being like strawberry flavored. Yeah. Flavor straws are real. What about a hot dog flavor straw? To put that in I here. have to admit, when I saw him drinking through the hot dog, <laughs> I was like, the beer might be upgraded now. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like not great beer, although I like shitty beer, so that wouldn't bother me. But I don't know. I just, I think that there's something to it, you know, like, Let's get creative once again with our straws. I, I feel like we've gone in the wrong direction here of paper and like other flimsy crap that falls apart in 10 minutes, obviating yes. the need for a straw whatsoever. And so let's go back in the other direction and let's get more creative with like some biodegradable flavor straws. I want, once went to a Detroit Lions game. Mm, fun. Got a Bloody Mary. Ooh. It had a strawsage. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. A strawsage. That's It was great. a sausage. That was a straw. So this brings me to the other thing I wanted to say. Given the state of straw affairs in the world and how they've become, as I said, flimsier than ever. It's rough. My biggest, huh, moment with this video was how did he get the straw through the hot dog at his seat? Classic plastic straw. Uh, It was a classic plastic. uh, Plastic straws are flimsy too. They work a lot better than the paper shit, but... I don't believe they can cut through a ballpark Frank like that. I just don't. Well, if you watch the video, I've seen it a million times by now. I have watched it. He he not only does he poke through the hot dog, he then eats the part of the hot dog that was poked through from the straw. <laughs> I guess you have to. Leave no sort trace, Sort of like a right? lobster leg. You know what I mean? He kind of just like <laughs> eats it and gets the meat out of the middle. No hot dog was wasted in the filming of this seemingly set up viral video. Can we use friend of the program, Ben Dietrich, to get some answers? Like, can we send in questions? 
Is this an occasion for our first reporting here on Food News? <clears throat> that sounds like work, but the answer is yes, and only if Mike Wargon does it, because I'm not doing any follow-ups. I've okay. already talked to Ben about this for about half an hour. Okay, fair enough. Last note, and then we're moving on. I've, I've consulted knowyourmeme.com, an invaluable reference here on the internet. And I looked up... 20 I've looked minutes. up Glizzy. I can't believe we spent 10 minutes on the <laughs> That's the third of the, the show about the Glizzy straw. <laughs> it's necessary. Okay, this is what knowyourmeme.com says. Glizzy is a slang term for hot dog. In June 2020, some online applied the term to images of people eating hot dogs, referring to them as Glizzy gladiators if the picture subject can fit a large section of the hot dog in their mouth. I see. So it's really also a sexual innuendo? What isn't, though? Yeah. Okay. Well, now we know. And thank you to knowyourmeme.com. Next, staying in this processed pork uh, realm. It's, it's our realm. This is, where, it's, this is where it's our comfort zone. This is where we are today. This is, how we're, yes. this is how we're feeling. Texas Monthly had an article in which the headline was, Why are border smugglers trafficking bologna? That's an instant click here on Food so News. So when you see that headline, I'm thinking 500 words, 400 words maybe four paragraphs in a picture. I was not ready for what followed. This is a full-on article. This is like long. It has reporting. Very it has long. a lot of other sources. It, it has a lot to it. So Various naturally, locations were visited. Parking lots. The zoo was involved. We were introduced to Keela, the dog. Yeah, this is a <laughs> wild tome. I was not ready for this rabbit hole. Shout out to the writer. Her name is Madeline Agler. Um, so we obviously can't cover everything. And I, I encourage you to seek this out. We've given you the headline. So it's a simple Google. Why are border smugglers trafficking bologna? So here's the deal. Smugglers from Mexico are going to Texas, El Paso, specifically in the article, and they're smuggling in bologna. And I didn't know this, but I learned a lot of bologna facts from this article. And one of them is the vast price discrepancy between... Mm -hmm. Mexico and the U.S. In Mexico, what this same bologna product that goes to ten a to fifteen dollars a, a chub, chub. <laughs> a bologna chub. I didn't goes, know chub. I didn't know a bologna chub was a thing. Me neither. Also, a sexual innuendo. I told yes. you everything is <laughs> eighty to ninety dollars here in America. That's ten x markup. Crazy, and I like bologna, but I'm not paying a ten x markup on my bologna. However, the more you read about this, and there was a lot to read about this, a lot. the Mexican bologna did sound pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was like they, they made it sound like it was a special bologna that it was like well special done. Blend. Yeah, and they didn't have fat in there. Like there's no visible fat. Here's chunks. what she says. She here's what the article says. Mexican bologna is different from the pallid slabs of Oscar Mayer we get in the U.S. It's richer and, quote, more porky, whereas the American version is typically blended with other meats, such as beef or chicken. So I want some Mexican bologna right now. We've all been fucking up. I mean, I do, too. I, and I like I said, I really do like bologna. Um, Me, too. Also, there's just so many facts. By the way, the brand that people like is called Chemex or Chimex. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, and Jugo, would you like to tell us about this dog that you mentioned, Keela? Keela. Well, first of all, Keela is not, it doesn't sniff for drugs. It doesn't sniff for money. Keela sniffs for agriculture. And Keela has a photo on in the hallways at the El Paso border because Keela is so renowned as a great dog. Keela's been on the job for, I believe, seven years. And she is particularly equipped 
to sniff out smuggled baloney. If you are trying to bring baloney contraband into El Paso, Keela will find you and you will be prosecuted. And Keela gets a cookie every time she does it. However, Keela will oftentimes try to scratch the same place where she found one baloney chub to get multiple cookies for the same mm. thing. So Keela's not that smart. Still just a dog. Don't you um, dare. Don't you dare. Can I share Don't another fact? Dare. No, no, no. You, 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 do we have to edit out the part where she slanders Keela, Mike? No, we don't. I we just thought, I just, Keela slander will not be accepted here. Keela's doing a great job, but there's room for improvement. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Um, wow. Part of Keela's job when Keela finds this baloney, this smuggled baloney, one time in El Paso, there was um, a Customs and Border Protection officer drilled into a car's bumper and the bit came out pink covered in the slimy residue of lunch meat. That's insane. In a bumper? That's where, although I bet that's good protection where you'd get into a crash. Extra spongy <laughs> yeah, inside yeah, your good bumper. Point, good point. <laughs> but I don't, I like a bologna sandwich, but I don't want my bologna to have been in a bumper. Me neither. I mean, also, it's just funny how it's like really like a lot like drugs. I don't, I don't know. It's just funny to me. I don't know why that's funny. This is, this is the definition of smuggling, but here we are. Party Very hard. quickly, Juliet. Your ideal bologna sandwich consists of what? Wow. Um, bologna, mustard, some kind of low-end bread, mm-hmm. lettuce, and that's probably it. Not much. No pickles, no onions, no oh, salt and pepper. Would be, pickles would be great. Maybe a layer of chips in there Ooh, love for a that. little crunch. Love that. Thanks. What about you? Mine's pretty simple. Like I've most sandwiches, I like tons of shit on it, but I think with a bologna, it's just like, just give me some like... You just uh, want to highlight want, the bologna. You yeah, know? I just want bologna. I want some cheese that's surrounded by plastic that I have to open up. And yeah, I want the course. cheese to be kind of plasticky yeah, too. a single, a craft yeah, single. Yeah, um, and, and some yellow mustard. This is a forward po- podcast. We don't want much else on our bread. You know, just no. let the bologna sing. Let it shine. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's move on. Papa John's. This is kind of a PR release, but... I'm excited about it, and I think this is a really good idea. Papa John's is releasing new bowls, and these bowls don't have any crust. It's just vegetables, sauce, and cheese. This is a great idea. Wow. Yeah. Disagree. Uh, What do you think? Well, they have three varieties, and um, two of them I I found okay. One is basically like chicken Alfredo, which is a completely different thing. But the other was like vegetables, and then one was sausage and onions and peppers. It's fine. I would prefer the pizza to have crust. Okay, but what if you what if you are forced to go to Papa John's or just love Papa John's, and you're on a low carb diet? They have okay. something for you now. <clears throat> I can't decide which is more ridiculous: me being on a low carb diet or me being forced to go to Papa John's. Like, is it gunpoint? Like, what? What? In what scenario am I being forced to go to Papa John's? Have you ever? Papa John's phase in your life? Like, no. was there ever a time in your life where Papa John's is a big part of it? No, When never. I was in college, Papa John's was like a really big part of the culture. And if I was like needing, wanting to be a part of the crew and also like going to have food FOMO at like 1130 when we were ordering second dinner, but I was like feeling bad about having Papa John's at 1130 for my second dinner, this would have been a great option. <laughs> First of all, 1130 during college, you're supposed to be not at the house. Just for well, the record. What about on a weeknight? What about like on, a tu- on a Tuesday? Listen, Jacoby, you know I'm a nerd. You know I yeah. study. You know I You're stay You're reading. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. <laughs> I would go out on the weekends, but like school. Got to get those A's. Yeah. Seriously. How do you think I got here? On food days. 
Yeah, talking about glizzy straws. <laughs> Going to knowyourmeme.com for glizzy straws. I don't know. I, I like this. Also, I just am like really into vegetables these days. I know that's not anything new, but here Oh, we are. my God. Did you just say I'm really into vegetables these days? <laughs> yeah. You're really into vegetables these days. I am, You go yes. to one tomato fest, and now all of a sudden... It's the it's the vegetable queen over here. You know what it is? I don't like cooking meat for myself at home. So I've just really leaned into vegetables. Okay. <laughs> Should we move on? Yes. <laughs> Sonic is bringing back the pickle juice slushy. I don't know, Jacoby. Uh, Sonic refers to itself as pickle fo- pickle flavor pickle forward. forward menu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that stood out to me too. It's like we have a pickle forward menu. Like what, Sonic? I've never I been know. to a Sonic in my whole life. I've never <laughs> been to a Sonic ever. Um, I went to it one time. I think we discussed it. It was disgusting. A pickle slushy? Absolutely not. Like no. I want my slushy to be sweet. I understand like a pickleback shot. I like pickles on my sandwich, but like yes. a pickle slushy? No way. I consider myself a pickle person. I love pickles. However, I have none, no interest in a pickle slushy. Same. I mean, this is just not a needle mover for me. I'm very confused. Not at all. Why would they even do this? I don't know. I mean, there's so many other flavors I'd prefer for slushy or just mix up your your frozen drinks or get an alcohol license and do like margaritas. Like, I don't know. Keep it simple. There's a million. Yeah. If someone said, here's a piece of paper and a pen, write down slushy flavors that you would like. I would probably get to like 354 before I got to pickle. I just love a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. So I think Sonic should be ripping them off in every way they can. You know, like just mm. instead of doing a Coke Slurpee, you do a Pepsi slushy. Like just figure it out. Go mainstream. I, I support I support that kind of that theft. All right. Next. This is from Food and Wine. This appalled me as, you know, I've just discussed often minutes. on this pod, my very weak palate. I'm not good with spice. There's been a new, a new record set by someone has name is Gregory Foster. He holds three Guinness World Records, and he is now the record holder of the most ghost peppers eaten in one sitting. Um, He had 17 in total, 110 and a half grams of these ghost peppers, and I'm really disturbed by this. Uh, It's just so hot. Why do this? Why do this? I like food. I love to eat food. I don't like it when the food hurts me. It's like so crazy. I, I don't really understand the gestalt around peppers and like what is what is so good about it? Like, why is it so great to be able to have really hot peppers? They do this on Top Chef. You're supposed to like cook with them. I guess people like how it tastes, but like who likes the pain of a hot, really hot pepper? I didn't hear any words you said after you said gestalt. <laughs> Sorry, what? That's do I have to Google that? Like you have to Google glizzy? Gestalt? That's a, I mean, it's like it's like the aura, the whole thing. Sorry, it's Yiddish. Okay, okay, I'll Google that later. I don't think it'll be on knowyourmeme.com. It's gonna be knowyourmeme right underneath. It's got to be listed close to Glizzy, right? Yeah, they're both in the G's. Yeah, yeah, they're both in the G's. But like, what is the point? Like, honestly, what is the point of this? Why are we doing this? I don't Why? know. I just don't know. Just something to have a record in. But like, and there's just- also, there's at least a dozen people that woke up this morning being like, I'm going to beat George Foster's record. Like, why? Why are we doing this? Stop. This is not a competition that anyone wants to be involved in. Do you get money for holding a Guinness World Record? Otherwise, no. like, what is the point? Just you, But you do get a pretty cool uh, printout. You get like what? a, like, it looks like a diploma. <laughs> you get like a, you, you do get a document that you can then frame. All right, let's move on to booze news before we go to our taste test. Kendall Jenner, she has a $200 bottle of tequila. 
The name of her tequila is called 818, and it has uh, now a ceramic bottle that like is supposed to look like an 8, but it's just like it looks really weird. And it does. Um, I wanted to talk about this because in one of the articles I read on it, linked to a video of Kim Kardashian that I hadn't seen, it's from Kim Kardashian's social media in which she is taking shots of 818 tequila. It's not this new fancy one. It's a different one, a different brand of 818 tequila, mm-hmm. or a different line. And it's so bad, she spits it out. She's. It looks like she's never had alcohol in her mouth before. It was almost. It's like giving it to like one of my six year old daughters. It was just like it seems like she had just like, whoa, what is this? It's just like gasoline. <laughs> I just want but to clarify. Why post it? Like, why is that not on the cutting room floor? Well, it's a funny video if it's not your sister's brand of tequila. Yeah. <laughs> it's not clear that it's eight one eight tequila, but strongly seems like it based on the evidence in the video of the bottles that are around. But like. That's just really embarrassing. Uh, really bad for Kendall Jenner. Also, they weren't having clear tequila blanco. And like after like the age of twenty seven, does anyone not have clear tequila? Like that's very confusing to me as well. The añejo sort of like scotchy tequila does not do it for oh. me. No, I, thank you. Me neither. I'm not a huge tequila person. I need it to be mixed really well. But I just thought this whole thing was really weird. You and I are big George Clooney fans. That's huge. one thing we have in common. And I feel like George Clooney has ruined this for the rest of celebrities. Like, every celebrity needs a tequila brand now. Like, The Rock has a tequila brand. Yeah, I... Brad Pitt has a tequila brand. George Clooney has a tequila brand. So... Everybody has a tequila brand. Well, apparently this one's doing well, but not not anymore because Kim Kardashian and her sister spit it out. The bottle looks like something that, like, uh, it's like a tequila bottle that they made in Westworld. It's... Or it looks like it's supposed to look like an old relic of some kind. I don't know. It's really... It's not working. It's not good. It's not, not for me. Um, can I just say one thing? Uh, one stray thought I had this week. No, no, you please. Can't. No, you please. Cannot. No, you can't. You're like one of the only people I can share it with. Permission not granted. I'm going to tell you anyway. I knew you would. Sometimes, not sometimes. One time recently, I just found myself thinking, like, how often does Khloe Kardashian talk to Lamar Odom? Like, are they in touch? Hmm. No kids together, right? No, <laughs> no kids together. I Every just, time I see a Lamar Odom's name in a headline, it's not encouraging. Right. Well, it's all the more reason she should be in touch. She should. All right. It's time for our taste test. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, 
all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Today's taste tests are cookies for kids. They're called Mavericks. They're natural cookies. Jacoby's going to try two flavors. I'm going to try one. They're made with 40% less sugar than most cookies. They don't say which cookies, but we can just assume like in general. It says um, natural born snackers. Yeah. And I am a natural born snacker. And <laughs> Great point. I am. <laughs> these are like the, the sell of these is they're free of artificial colors, preservatives, syrups, no sugar, alcohols, no peanuts, no vegan. So like you probably could bring them to school. They don't, they have less sugar. And I don't know. I just, I was like kind of curious, like Jacoby, do you eat a lot of your kids snacks? Are you serious? I mean, I assume you do. Yeah, that's basically like the whole point of being a parent. There's okay, no so like, upside aside from eating their snacks. There's so nothing else that's good about it. That's what I've heard. So you're yeah. well-versed in, in kids' yeah. cookies. How do these compare? These are... I have birthday cake. Animal crackers. They're animal yeah. crackers. They have I'd that like kind it. of like bland cookie. Like, yeah... It, it, you could call it a cookie, but it's kind of a bread. I like it, but it's crying out for some Dunkaroo cream, you know? Yes. Like, that's where that would be really good with, which yes. then I've counteracts the... the lack of sugar. I do like these, though. I got the birthday cake flavor. I'm a sucker for a birthday cake flavor or anything. Mm, um, disagree. But they're pretty good. It's so like you, a, yeah? You go to, like, a yogurt place, and you get birthday cake flavor? Occasionally. Don't. No. Today, I got vanilla straight up and I thought of you because you said no one likes vanilla ice cream and I was like I do and no today when I was ice eating ice cream by myself and it was vanilla I thought of you wow what flavors are you trying I had the um, double trouble chalk mm. made with double the chocolate it says okay and non-stop chalk which shouldn't have too much chalk oh, two different chocolates interesting which no, is better one was, like a, one was more like a chocolate chip um, I found them to be acceptable not exceptional and the best thing about it is the lightning bolt, like a uh, uh, shape. shape. Yeah, like the yeah. shape. I the see shape kids, is good. I could see shape. kids accepting this if they weren't familiar with, with other cookies. Yeah, I could I could put some of these in a plastic bag and give them to my kids, and they would think they're cookies. Okay, great. But, like a, this a is win. not dessert acceptable. Like if if I'm going to do empty calories, I want them to be more delicious than this. Mm, yeah, I want the Dunkaroo cream. Um. All right, let's move on to personal food news and a a, a twist on today's personal food news. I have a question what? for you. What? Question. I'm not prepared for this. I saw on your social media that you were playing in a basketball event over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And one of the sponsors was Brooklyn Best. Yes. My beloved iced tea. Yes. Brooklyn's beloved iced tea. What was the presence like of Brooklyn Best? Did you have some? Were there new flavors? Do you feel like the brand is building? Like, what was it like? Did you feel a connection to this brand? Because we had it so many months ago on Food News and I talk about it constantly. Great questions. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> However, I'm ready. 
<laughs> there was a cooler specifically for Brooklyn Best products. Mm. They had iced teas and lemonades. My children crushed at least Two a lemonade minutes. apiece. I had They're a really peach good. iced tea or a mango iced tea. I forget. Mango's it a new was flavor. delicious. It was great. Um, the event, uh, shout to Mobadanga and Reese Beach, was also had great sandwiches. From where? I had a sandwich with prosciutto, broccoli rabe, which I would not oh, expect to be in Rob. a sandwich. That's crazy. Did I just call it rabe? It's Rob. Yeah, it's Rob. Oh, shit. It's okay. You're not French. What are you? How are you supposed to know? Rob. Rob. Broccoli Rob. Rob. Broccoli, broccoli Rob. Rob sounds like a person. Like I went to high school name. with Broccoli Rob. Yeah. Like, like um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what was that Robert's name? Black Rob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Black yeah. Rob, Broccoli Rob, same thing, right? They both signed a bad boy at some point. Broccoli Rob didn't have a good career, though. Who was the sandwich sponsor? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. I don't have to follow up. It starts with a D. It's in Red Hook. It's like, sounds like Tafaris, but it's not. Okay. It's good. All right, cool. Um, Go with your personal food news now. Thank you for sharing and answering my questions. Brooklyn Bats, we love you. We'd love to see your brand growing. Absolutely. I went from Reese Beach to JFK to fly to Detroit. And when Ooh. I was in Detroit, I played at the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy golf outing. And when I got to the little hut where they sell hot dogs, they said, would you like a hot dog or a red hot? What? Yeah. What? It's a Michigan thing. Ooh. I had a red hot, which is basically a spicy hot dog. It was better than a hot dog. Wow. How the spicy? Glizzy. What kind of spot? Spice. It was a delicious glizzy. It was uh it had this very unnatural red like food seconds. coloring flavor. I mean color, which is a little off-putting, but I had I had someone else get it for me. So they brought it to me with no ketchup packet, no mustard packet, no relish, no sauerkraut, no onions, nothing. Just the no hot dog mom. and the bun. And I didn't want to complain because they got it for me, but I was like, dude, I would never do this to another person. But it was a great red hot. I cannot believe you just called ketchup ketchup. I, I'm shocked. Do you always say ketchup? Juliet? Yes. You've known me for a very long time. I know. I've never. I, you know I've, I've got intellectual blind spots. I can't say the word. Whatever that vehicle is ketchup? that takes you to the hospital, I can't say that word. Ambulance? Yes, I cannot say that word. But like ketchup is fundamental. I think Ronald Reagan said it was his favorite vegetable. Tomato fest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Here's my personal food news. I went out to dinner last night. They had a very no. ro robust menu. And then it had a menu of sides. Can I just quickly read you what's on the sides menu? Yes, you can. But I don't think quickly applies here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, just wait. Italian sausage, $6. Grilled 10-ounce Statler chicken breasts, Not $15. Not a 8-ounce roasted cod. 5 sautéed shrimp. Not a side. <laughs> that is a menu. It's a menu. It's just... It's just Wait, so, so you're giving it's me sides. like a three-quarter pound of chicken, and that's a side? <laughs> just toss that on? I'll have a hamburger and a, and Half a, a chicken Half a pound breast? of cod? <laughs> no. That's not a side menu. They're not sides. <laughs> I was just, I was, I was giving a real laugh by that. Um, final note of the day, your sandwich shop in Red Hook is not, oh, it's in Red Hook. It's called DeFonte's. Sounds really good. I'm yes. going to check it out. It's really uh, good. Thank you to DeFontes as well for keeping Jacoby well-fed. Thank you to Mike Wargon for producing this episode. Thank you to knowyourmeme.com, an invaluable resource. We'll be back next week. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.